Hey everyone, this is Zach, out of character, talking to you, the audience. I make this show because I love weird fiction and I want to share it with you, but it does cost money to produce it. If you check the link in the show notes, you can make a one-time donation in any amount you like to help keep this show going. It's completely voluntary and this show will always remain free to listen. Thank you and enjoy. to this my name is Thaddeus James Black and it's the 5th of April 1935 I'm creating this record because someone needs to know nothing is as it appears to be the seven missing children they are not just missing they are changed I know this because I have seen them there was a queer look to them something great and terrible in their countenances and their eyes Their eyes were the queerest of all, black like coals. They are changed, and I do not know that these eldritch young will ever change back. The Stranger, Chapter 1, Seven Missing Children Hello and welcome. I'm Julian Black, and this is The Stranger, a radio drama 85 years in the making. I'll keep things brief, but I want to start by giving you a little bit of background on how this all came together. Last year, my uh, mom gave me a box that belonged to my grandfather, Theodore Teddy Black. Inside the box, it was, uh, well, mostly memorabilia from his days as a radio jockey uh, back in the 60s and 70s. But there was something else. A series of reel-to-reel tapes. On them was written his father's name, Thaddeus James Black. Like Grandpa Teddy, Thaddeus also worked in radio as a news broadcaster in the 1920s and 30s. Born in Inverness, Scotland in 1899, Thaddeus found his way to Canada, arriving in Halifax when he was just 19 years old. He took on a lot of odd jobs as he made his way inward, finally settling in Ottawa and beginning a career in radio. I asked my friend Michelle, a conservationist at Library and Archives Canada, if she could transfer the tapes over to digital files for me. That was in September. Now we're in COVID season, and I had nothing else to do, so I gave them a listen. If you're a fan of my previous work, I know you're waiting until four bros, one mic comes back. But until F-Bomb can return, I thought I would share this with you all. It appears to be an experimental radio drama, something kind of like Orson Welles would have done on the Mercury Theatre, only it looks like my great-grandpa beat Welles to the punch by mm, a few years. Now, it looks like the first episode might still be missing, but I think you should be able to catch up to what's happening without much hassle. Without further ado, presented for the first time in 85 years, I present to you my great-grandfather, Thaddeus Black, in... The Stranger. Good evening, Ottawa. It's 7 o'clock on April 5th. I'm Thaddeus Black. This is Current Events. 
It is with tremendous solemnity that I bring you this news. Two more children have vanished. Following last week's tragic story of the five missing children, authorities have reported two additional disappearances. Five-year-old Abigail McDonald from Centertown, and eight-year-old Enzo D'Angelo from Little Italy. Both children disappeared from locked homes, and police claim that the families of these children were present at the time of their abductions. To the bewilderment of the Ottawa Police Service and the Ontario Provincial Police, three of the other missing children disappeared under similar circumstances. Police are still on the lookout for the unidentified man whom local citizens have come to nickname The Stranger. Witness reports place this mysterious figure near multiple crime scenes related to the seven missing children. He is described as a tall, thin man, always seen wearing a grey suit and hat, with a long, black overcoat. Anyone with information including, but not limited to, the identity of the stranger is encouraged to contact authorities immediately. The following quote is from Ottawa Police Sergeant Frank Connors. These suspected kidnappings are the work of a dangerous individual or individuals, but we must not give in to despair. My men are working around the clock to find this culprit and bring him to justice. We can't afford to fall apart. Our children, our neighbors, our communities, they need us to come together and be stronger than ever before. This heinous crook, whoever he may be, made a serious mistake when he came after our children. We will find them, we will bring them home, and we will bring the full wrath of justice down upon his head. These words were delivered with cautious optimism to a crowd outside of City Hall earlier today. However, no new leads have yet emerged regarding the identity of the stranger or the whereabouts of the previously missing children, Joseph Brown, age 10, reported missing March 26th. Benito Cortez, age 13, reported missing March 28th. Beatrix Stein, age 10, also reported missing March 28th. Chloe Ann Curry, age 7, reported missing March 29th. And Miriam Mustafa, age 8, reported missing on April 1st. There is no discernible pattern to these disappearances. They have occurred in different neighborhoods. The families belong to different ethnic groups, different tax brackets, and different social circles. The children are of different ages. There is no way to be certain if more will go missing, let alone who might be at risk. It is advised that all families keep a close eye on their children at all times until an arrest is made. In lighter, though perhaps equally bizarre news, if you have noticed a drastic uptick in the local moth population, you are not alone. Citizens have been reporting increased sightings of the winged insect over the past week, prompting city officials to comment on the matter. While no one can say with any certainty what has led to this increase in the local population, there is one hypothesis the fine folks at the Museum of Nature felt comfortable sharing with us. Urban sprawl, the phenomenon whereby cities steadily grow in size as people move from rural areas into larger population centers, has led to an increase in electrical lighting used in the city. Many insects, including moths, are attracted to light. Scientists believe this is because they use the moon to navigate. Ergo, these insects are being drawn in by our light as our city grows. An update to our earlier story has just been handed to me. Joseph Brown, the first child to go missing, 
was spotted by his parents, Jonathan and Sylvia Brown. Ottawa police received a call this afternoon from the Brown family, claiming their missing child had been sighted in the garden of their Vanier home. According to the report, he did not respond when they called out to him, but rather stared at them intently. Sylvia Brown said it looked as though something was severely wrong with his eyes, as they appeared to be entirely black. But police say it is possible that she was confused or overwhelmed by seeing her son. By the time that the Brown family made it outside to collect their missing boy, he had vanished again. Police are searching the area. Joseph is 10 years old, though short for his age, with reddish blonde hair and freckles. His parents say that he was wearing a red knit sweater and tan trousers when they saw him. If you or anyone you know sees a child matching that description, please report it immediately. Included in the story I have been handed is an open letter from Mr. and Mrs. Brown. To Joseph, we hope by some miracle that you hear this. If you do, please, please come back to us. We are so lost without you, our darling boy, and we just want to see you again. To our friends and neighbors, if you see our Joseph, contact us or the police immediately. And if he really has been taken, then to the person who took him from us, I don't know why you would do such a horrible thing as to tear a child away from his parents. We have worked hard to raise a good boy in these hard times, and he is the best of us, no question. Please, somehow, find it in your heart to bring him back to us, and all those other children too. To the families of the seven vanished children, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For CWHY Radio, I am Thaddeus Black, signing off. This is not part of the preceding broadcast. If you are still listening to this, my name is Thaddeus James Black, and it's the 5th of April, 1935. I'm creating this record because someone needs to know. Nothing is as it appears to be. The seven missing children, they are not just missing. They are changed. I know this because I have seen them. There was a queer look to them, something great and terrible in their countenances and their eyes. Their eyes were the queerest of all, black like coals. They are changed, and I do not know that these eldritch young will ever change back. Thank you again to Michelle at Library and Archives Canada, and a big thanks to everyone who took a chance on this show. Thanks to Dave, Andy, and Nick from Four Bros, One Mike. If you want to support us during hiatus, there's still plenty of merch available on our website. And of course, a big thanks to our sponsor, Harry Berry's Manly Care Products. Head on over to HarryBerry.com to shop a selection of beard shampoos, beard oils, face washes, and more, featuring the musky, masculine scents you crave, like sandalwood, cedar, and tobacco. Enter promo code STRANGE to get 15% off your next order. That's H-A-I-R-Y-B-A-R-R-Y.com.
The Stranger is written, performed, produced, and mixed by Zach Emery. These events and characters are fictitious, or at least, we sincerely hope they are. All brands and public institutions referenced are either fictitious or used fictitiously. All music featured in this show is written and performed by Zach Emery and can be found on SoundCloud. You can find us on Twitter at the Zach Emery. That's at T H E Z A C E M E R Y. Or you can give your message to the next moth you see. Don't worry, we'll get it, but we can't guarantee that you'll understand the reply. <laughs>